The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller filling in for Nick and Ken here on You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. Thanks so much to Kevin Sweeney, Kate Constable, for joining us here in hour number two. Mark and I still on stadium, so make sure you go to watchstadium.com. We're also on twitch.tv slash betql, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports, and you can continuing continue to listen to us on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. We we're talking some college hoops at the beginning of the hour with Kevin Sweeney. And Mark, this is what happens, right? Football's done, middle of February, and everybody starts turning their attention to college basketball a little bit as we got a couple of weeks left until we head into March. I know you're a big college basketball guy like I am. We'll just start like right at the top. I asked Kevin who he thought was the best team in the country. He likes Purdue a little bit better than UConn. What about you? Who who would you say right now is your top team in America? I mean, I think it's UConn. I, I really do. I mean, it's it's just hard. Like I understand, like everything he said made sense. Like the guard play, Purdue, it's different this year. But it's still hard to buy in. Like, it's still because you just feel like Painter and the team, like, when you struggle that way in March, like, it becomes a thing mentally, right? Like, it's not just like, hey, you know what, new team, fresh year. Like, you know, it, I so I, I have a hard time, like, buying that, you know, it's going to be any different for them. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, UConn, I think, you know, is probably the best team in the country right now. I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't sleep on Houston. I mean, I think no matter what, like Samson has them ready. Like it, like no matter what happens, you know, it seems like they're always 
good enough defensively to stay in these games. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I like – I would probably right now, if I had to bet a future, I, I think UConn's going to win, but I'd probably bet Houston. Man, I just – I want to get there with Houston because, like you said, like, Mark, not only is their defense the best in the country, like, it's the best in the country by, like, a mile. If you go to Ken Palm, mm-hmm. they're – uh, adjusted defensive ranking is 86.5. The next closest team is Rutgers at 90.2. So, like, the gap is kind of insane how good they are on defense. Now, their defense is a little bit differently on the road and on neutral floors than it is at home. They're not going to lose at home this year. Like, nobody's just going to go into the Frittata Center and beat them. But uh, their defense is a little bit different. And then that's been their problem when they've gotten to the tournament is they run into like a Miami kind of team or they run into a Villanova Mm -hmm. team that's hitting their shots. And can a Kelvin Sampson Houston team win a game in the 80s? Because that's what it's going to take. They're going to have to win at some point. You're going to win six games in the tournament. You got to win. You know, you got you have to have a survive and advance game. You got to win a game that's uncharacteristic. Even though defense is your calling card, you're going to need to win an offensive shootout at some point. I still don't know if Houston has the capability of doing that. So I totally get it. They're the number one ranked team in the country. All the metrics love them. They're so good on defense, but their offense just worries me. I'm with you, man. I think it's UConn. Like, I know it's so hard to repeat, but... Man, I mean, what's not to like with that team? To me, they have the least amount of question marks regarding them. You know what I mean? That would be the team that I would feel the most confident about picking to win it all Um, just because they got the experience. They got the guard play. They play good enough defense. They obviously won it last year, so Hurley knows what it takes to get it done as a head coach. Purdue, I understand like how impressive Purdue has been, but like we kind of see this every year and they're going to draw the comparisons. All we're going to hear in March, Mark is going to be the comparisons to that Virginia team, right? That loses a 16 seed and then the following or lost to a 16 seed. And then the following year won the whole thing. People forget like when Virginia won the tournament that year, all the luck that had to go their way, right? Like Diabate, they had to miss mm-hmm. that free throw. Then it went all the all the way to the back when they were playing against Purdue, funny enough. And then he had to float one in to send it to overtime. Then they had the game in the Final Four against Auburn where Kyle Guy was fouled on a three-pointer, makes all three free throws. They were down to Texas Tech with like 20 seconds left. Hunter hit a three. Like there were all these things. And I get when you win a championship, Like, there are certainly going to be games where you have to get lucky, but for them to have the right breaks go their way three times, like, I just don't know if, you know, you can count on that if you're Purdue. So, I mean, the metrics level, Mark, they're a great team. Edie's a monster. But at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, man, I just don't know if I can trust a team in this era of college basketball unless your big man is like Anthony Davis and he's a generational NBA prospect who's a big man when your best player is seven four and he really can't shoot threes at the end of the day it still comes down to those guards and i watch lawyer and i watch braden smith play and they still can struggle with pressure at times so we'll see man i mean on paper i get it with all the purdue love but to me like uconn should be the clear and rightful favorite right now yeah i agree with you i mean clay and when he's on the floor if you look at like the games and just like the impact that he has on the opposition, like the way they shoot, you know, you see just, you know, just how important 
he is to that defense and how he just changes the whole game. So um, I agree with you. I really like UConn. I just don't know. Again, back-to-back, so difficult. Uh, It's going to depend on a lot, and this is not what anybody wants to hear in February, but it's going to depend a lot on the seedings. Like, I feel like with these teams, because I don't feel like there's a ton of dominating teams. And you can get, like, a team like Baylor who can drill threes and guard the perimeter very well. Um, You know, they could get hot at the right time. They can sting some teams, cause some tough, you know, matchups for some of the teams in there. So there's, there's always those teams that are, in that, you know, not in that top tier, in that middle team that have talent and have the experience that go in and just wipe somebody out because they go on a hot streak. You know, we see it every year. Um, and I think we could definitely see more of that. Like, I think that's going to be more of what we see in March than the norm of typically what we saw in the past. The team that I'm the most conflicted on right now is Tennessee because they're coached by Rick Barnes and he always falls up short Mm -hmm. in the tournament and he's always got great defensive teams. But Mark, there's something different about this year's team. Like he, man, I know they can't, but this year, like with Dalton connect, it just feels a little different. I just worry though, when we get to March madness, if like the other players, like the Josiah Jordan, James, the Zakai Ziegler, as if those guys can score enough. So ultimately, I don't think I'm going to buy into Tennessee just because it's Rick Barnes. And like you said, the offense, I just, but it, it does feel like if I were a volunteer fan, this would be the year that maybe I would get my hopes up a little bit just because, you know, the defense is always going to be there, but it does feel like this year, the offense is a little bit different with connect. But again, when you rely so much on one player to kind of carry the load for the scoring and you only got one guy really for the most part that can consistently create his own shot, like if he's in foul trouble, man, Tennessee could be in trouble because he, when you watch Tennessee play, like he is the clear weakness on the defensive side of the floor, right? So teams in the tournament, Mm -hmm. they're going to be smart and they're just going to continue to attack them, right? Tennessee's got so many good defenders all over the floor, but he's like the one guy that you can go after and he's their best score on offense. So why wouldn't you try to attack them, make them play defense, get them into foul trouble? And that's where I worry about Tennessee. When teams start taking that approach, like I think they could be in a little bit of trouble. Um, so the volunteers I'm going back and forth on, Auburn and Alabama, like those are two teams also in the SEC that are rated really high. Bama, I don't think they're going to even make it out of the first weekend. As elite as their offense is, they don't play a lick of defense, and I think ultimately that's going to be their downfall. Auburn's also a really interesting team. I liked them a lot earlier on in the season. The more I've kind of watched them play, though, Mark, like depth is always Mm -hmm. a great thing, but I think in their case, they almost have like too much depth. They have 10 guys that play 15 or more minutes. And, you know, like usually like seven or eight is the sweet spot in college basketball for your rotation. When you got 10 guys that kind of get significant minutes, it's tough, right? Like we saw with that Kentucky team that was undefeated, 38-0, and then you play Wisconsin, you lose in the Final Four, right? Like it's just tough. Mm -hmm. That many guys are expecting to get certain minutes. Um You know, they have a five-star point guard who's a true freshman in Aiden Holloway who, in some big games this season, hadn't shown up for Auburn. So, on paper, they're certainly good enough to win the whole thing. But uh, I I think if you're looking for a team in the SEC of those three, I think I like Tennessee the best. Interesting. Because I think, you know, the depth can 
pay dividends in March. Like if you have a guy that's just not hitting and you got to get him off the floor, he's struggling defensively or whatnot. It allows you to do that and not lose too much. We saw that with FAU, which was, you know, one of my favorite teams last year. Yeah, um, just that they had, you know, 10 different scores that, you know, it felt like, and they could just rotate guys in and out. So I think that could help Auburn. I mean, I, I think out of those three teams, Auburn, Alabama, and Tennessee, I might be most confident um, in Auburn. But let's talk about the Blue Bloods, right? Let's talk about North Carolina, a little bit of a bounce-back year, hasn't looked as good defensively of late as they did, but definitely, you know, doing better defensively this year. Um, Kentucky, not so much, right? Defensively, they're a mess. Um, And then Duke, like out of those three teams, if we took those three teams, who would you be most comfortable backing? Well, certainly it'd either be Duke or Carolina. Kentucky, they're awesome to watch. Mm -hmm. They're like a drug that you can't quit, but they don't play any defense, Mark. Like, not a lick. I cannot wait for when Bama plays Kentucky at Rupp Arena. If that total is anything (laughs) under than like 180, I'm going to absolutely hammer the over. I can't wait. But it'd either be Duke or Carolina for me. I think it's UNC just because their defense is a little bit better. And I like their combination of the All-American guard with R.J. Davis and then a dominant big man down low in uh, mm-hmm. in Baycott. Now, Duke's obviously got a ton of talent too, right? You got Filipowski, you got Proctor. I think their whole team is all predicated around Jeremy, Ro- Jeremy Roach. And he played high school basketball right around me in the DMV, the D.C. area. He was an awesome high school mm-hmm. player, but he had some injuries And, you know, at Duke, he's kind of been hit or miss. Like, he'll have some great games, then he'll have some games where he's not so good. So, ultimately, I think it comes down to him. Now, this was a team that obviously was, like, top three to start the year, and they got a ton of talent. But I like North Carolina. I like what they did in the offseason. I like some of the transfers that they brought in with Cormac Ryan and Harrison Ingram. And uh, I I just – I like their guards a little bit more than I like Duke. So, I would give the edge to UNC. Mm -hmm. What about you? I think so too. I think I agree with you. Like, I think that moving, uh, you know, RJ off ball, you know, really helped. Um, I, I just think that they're probably the most consistent team with the highest upside when we get into March, like when those games really start to matter, Kentucky again, don't have the defense, right? So that's not going to work, you know, when you're playing teams that are just able to, you know, bury threes in big moments. Um, and you know, I, I, I oh, Mark, do. we got to take you know, a break. Do- well, We got to take a break. We'll talk more about college hoops on the other side. Hour three coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. <laughs> 